guys, my name is Waldo, and I'm the, oh, sorry, wrong day of the week. Uh, my name is Waldo, and I am the host of the Regulators Podcast. Thank you for joining us, as usual. And a uh, little bit of a mini announcement. So we had our first ticket giveaway of the year last week. And as much as sometimes we have hundreds of people enter these contests and everybody wants to win something, you have to listen to win. So unfortunately... The winner of our free tickets last week did not claim that prize, which means it goes back into the drawing, and we're going to give them away again. So I'm not going to do it today. I'm thinking about something a little bit creative, and we might have some other prizes to give away at the same time. So I'm going to pause it for now. But, you know, if you enter our contest, make sure you listen. You have a whole week. We give you a whole week to claim your prize. If not... It's going to go to somebody else. So with that out of the way, another mini announcement that I have is we are doing a live space on Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. You guys ask for these all the time, and I, I try to do them as often as possible, but I couldn't do it without the help of Antoine Staley and Jason Sarney from Fin Maniacs. Uh, together, you know, we're able to put on these live spaces whenever we can, and it's always an awesome time but this week is going to be especially amazing because one of us if not the three of us may get canceled um we have some strong opinions and some strong thoughts on celebrities in and around sports um just to tease it a little bit there was a big brouhaha much ado about addison ray and her shortly lived ufc reporting career um i'll leave it at that but there's a lot of strong opinions and there's a lot of fun that we're gonna have in the live twitter space and remember it's interactive so we go on our rants for a little while and then we try to get to you guys and have your questions answered and things like that it's it's always a shit ton of fun uh so be sure to join us you can only listen to it live and that's on twitter through twitter spaces all you have to do is have the most updated version of Twitter on your phone. And uh, at the top, just the same way that you see fleets and things like that, you'll see little things pop up when we go live. So check that out Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. It's going to be a lot of fun. But let's get into today's show. So one of the things that I wanted to talk about today was the name image licensing deals. So a lot of you guys may have seen the NIL things going around on Twitter and you might be like, what is NIL? You know, you may get the gist of it, but it is name image likeness. So obviously we know for years that the NCAA has been very, you know, listen, this is student athletes. They're not allowed to make money. They're not allowed to do anything. Um, They are basically here to go to school and to play sports for the college and, and that's it, right? And there's been huge debate on every single side, you know, we had coaches saying that they would quit if players were allowed to get any kind of money. Um, you have people saying that the players should be paid as actual players. And then you have the side of, you know, well, they should be at least able to make money off their own image and stuff. So the the arguments range in spectrum from all, all different sides, right? But 
we are going to unequivocally, today, once and for all, end one of the major fucking debates surrounding this, okay? So I don't care where you stand on a lot of different things, and this whole idea that, you know, the players in college, the, the game is so much better because it's about the sport, they're not playing for money, they're not this and that. Okay, well, they're, they're playing to get to where they get the money, a lot of them, but I'm, I'm not even going to get into that because here is one argument and the only argument that is open up for debate, and I will have this debate and, and we can all talk about it, and I'm open to discussing both sides because both sides have merit to it. The only thing that is open to debate is whether or not college athletes should get paid for their actual performance, meaning if you are a basketball player, a gymnast, a football player, that you should actually get paid from the university for performing the way that you know a player would in any other professional league or even in your amateur leagues where they're not making the same amount of money, but they're adults, they're getting paid for their performance. So that is an argument that I am willing to have and I am willing to be open to listen to everybody on either side because I, I understand both sides of that, right? Should you pay the actual players for playing a game? Should the school have to compensate the players? I'm open to that debate and that is something that's subjective. But here's what's not fucking subjective. The idea that a player who is putting all this time into practice every day around their school schedule and everything else like that, and then practicing, going to the gym, doing everything they have to do to get prepared for their match or their game, whatever it is, the idea that they cannot make any money off of their name, their image, their likeness. I'm not talking about getting paid from the school. I'm talking about just being able to make their own money off of their own self to create a clothing brand, to do some sort of endorsement, to sell autographs, anything else like that. The fact that that has been banned only, only for NCAA athletes and not for any of their peers that they are going to school with is absolutely fucking absurd to say it's hypocritical is just the understatement of the century. I mean, let me give you a couple examples, right? Just off the top of my head, Emma Watson, who, you know, we know from the Harry Potter fame and everything like that, before Harry Potter series was even over, she attended Brown University. Do you honestly think that she wasn't collecting royalties from Harry Potter? That she wasn't making money through her acting career while she was still going to school? Nick Cannon just got his bachelor's in 2020. I'm pretty sure he's making a lot of money while he's in school. Natalie Portman, after Star Wars had premiered, decided to go to college and was making money. And this is just a couple celebrities off the top of my head. But the point is, is that you look at the... The tech companies that are offering some of these kids jobs and putting them on salaries before they even get to or leave college. You look at all these other college students who can make money off of their name, their image, their likeness. 
It would be different if no college student was allowed to do that. But they are because they're adults. They're adults in a capitalist society. They're able to make money off of their own name, off of their own brand, unless, unless they are an athlete. And that's where the fucking hypocrisy starts. So even after all the changes and everything that's happened to where now players are going to be allowed to make money off of their name, image, and their likeness, a lot of the schools are putting in their own policies, their own NIL policies, and the students are going to have to adhere to these policies. So, for example, the most common one is the students are not allowed to have a school logo in anything they do. So think about this for a second. So a school who normally would want their athletes dressed head to toe in school gear everywhere they go and obviously repping their school and help building the school's brand does not want those students to go on a YouTube live interview that they're getting you know, some money to do an interview or to do a guest spot or something like that wearing any kind of school apparel because that is, you know, an endorsement by the school technically or whatever. Um, but here's, here's the irony of that, right? Here's the irony of that. The schools for years have made stupid money off of the name, image, and likeness of the players. But now that the players, that they can't help that the players are going to be able to make some of their own money, they're like, okay, but you can't make any money off of our name, image, or likeness. The irony, right? The fucking irony. So here's the thing with this whole NIL deal and, the, and these players are about to make a lot of money, some of them. So for starters, it could actually benefit the sport in a number of different ways, right? Number one, you look at all the players who leave college, quote, early, right? They, ne they never finish their degree or they don't come back for their senior season because they're ready to go and play as a professional. So you have a few things to consider. Number one, if you get injured in college your senior year, if you have something happen, your draft stock at the very least is going to drop, if not something worse. So when you're kind of guaranteed on that first round, it's very rare that you see a player say, no, I'm going to come back for another year. But what this might actually do through NIL is allow players to stay at school longer. Because if you have huge endorsement deals, if you have the ability to make money where your family's taken care of, where you're not sweating about you know, where this is going to come from, where this money is going to come from, and all of a sudden some things are taken care of, then you're a lot more inclined to say, okay, but I'm still okay. Like I, I can do this for another year and you know, finish my degree or you know, go for a national championship or whatever it is. So I think this will actually help some people stay in school longer especially if you're talking about the college basketball scene where you know it's it's almost a joke they they basically rent those kids i think that you could see a lot of those kids get their shoe deals get everything i mean look at look at the kids who have opted out of college to go 
play in Europe or to go, you know, play in in smaller leagues so that they can just get ready for the NBA. You know, they can just get ready for the pros, and that's what they want to do. You might not see as much of that now that these players can actually make money and they can do what they need to do uh, to earn an income for themselves. So another thing that I find interesting is the schools have always said, you know, and some of the arguments about the players making money is that, well, they get a free education, you know, it's worth so much, so really they are getting paid. Well, that's kind of funny because Hersey Miller, Master P's son, who has uh, committed to Tennessee State University, just signed a $2 million NIL deal. So I think that's a bit more than what your tuition is. So the argument is going to be exposed really quickly now that athletes are allowed to make their own money. We can't pretend this, oh, but, you know, they, they got compensated fairly because, you know, they they got a scholarship, you know. Well, apparently, they could just pay for school because they can make a lot more money, a lot of them, than what they would just getting a free scholarship. And here's another problem with that. Every fucking student who has ever been on an academic scholarship, not an NCAA sports scholarship, an academic scholarship, was allowed to make money off of their name, their image, their likeness. So how come we don't tell those people, well, but you got an education. I know that you're an adult and you're, you know, a mover and shaker and and making all this, uh, you know, headlines and and you're going to make money and stuff. But no, you can't make money because you're getting a, a, quote, free education. So therefore, how come we don't do that? Why? Because it's hypocrisy. Because it's all about fucking money. And it's all a scam to keep everybody thinking that the players are just some greedy college kids who are trying to make money and the, you know, the schools are doing it as best as they can. You know, But I'm telling you, some of these kids are about to get paid. Look at the LSU gymnast. I think she has over 5 million follows on her social media um, between everything. I think she's already signed an NIL deal. Um, but... You look at these schools, and first of all, someone said to me yesterday when I when I was discussing what I was going to talk about on this show that, oh, well, you know, it's not fair because schools are going to all of a sudden have an advantage because some of the schools are going to make sure that their, uh, their students get deals with Nike or they get deals with whatever and they make all kinds of money. Uh, newsflash. Schools have always had a fucking advantage, and if you think they don't, then you're not paying attention or you don't want to know the truth. Let me give you an example. Stanford University has $26.4 billion. $26.4 billion in their endowment fund. They invest that money every year. They make a great return on it, and that number continues to ascend. And they're not the only school. I mean, you look at, you know, Harvard's got 40 billion plus in in theirs. But as far as uh, schools that actually field sports teams and, and everything else like that, 26 billion in the bank. And these schools will cry that, 
well, you know, we really shouldn't let the players make money because we can make money off of them and we need that money really bad. Here's another thing. LSU, they built that, what, $28 million locker room football facility. $28 million. Each each player has like a sleep pod in their locker room. Like it's it's ridiculous if you if you walk around that place. Now go to a school, a smaller school that's, trying to get funds for their weight room, that's trying to be able to pay athletic trainers and professional staff and hire better coaches, there's always been a fucking advantage. You want to know how there's an advantage? Nick Saban makes $9 million a year. You think every school in the country can afford $9 million a year to pay their head coach? Nope. So stop with this, oh, there's going to be an advantage because some schools are going to have better tie-ins with major market. It's always been. It's always fucking been. The only difference now, the only difference now is that instead of the schools being the only ones who reap 90% of the benefits, now all of a sudden the actual athletes that they are making money off, that they are building that business off, will be able to make their own money. And this isn't, again... If you want to have the argument, schools shouldn't pay the players, hey, I'll hear that argument all day. But we're not talking about that. We're not talking about the schools, you know, saying, all right, we're going to give every player 50 grand a year to, to play for us. We're not talking about that. We're talking about these kids being able to go out on their own and sign a deal where, hey, I'll sign autograph pictures, I'll sign jerseys, you know, whatever, and I get paid X amount of dollars per or say, hey, I'm starting a, a fitness brand, you know, um, this is going to be my brand, and, you know, I sell merchandise and all kinds of stuff with my name, image, likeness. We're talking about them doing their own stuff and making their own money as adults in a capitalist society. Where, where's the problem in that? And again, remember, every other student can do it. Every other person who's not an athlete can do it. So you tell me where the, where the problem is in this. And remember, the top 20 schools last year made over $130 million off their sports programs, and some of them over $200 million. The March Madness Tournament alone brings in $820 million. Now, I'm not saying that you know, these schools should lose this money. They're going to keep making that money. All we're saying is that the players, as an aside, should be able to make their own money doing their own things. Like, that's it. Why is that so hard to understand? That sh- th- this isn't even a fucking conversation anymore. Something is deeply rooted inside you where there is a hatred or an ignorance or something if you do not come to this conclusion. If you can look someone in the eye and say, yeah, yeah, no, I get all that, but I think an adult who puts all this work in and does that stuff for the school and the school generates tons of money and then you know they also help them prepare for life in the future and everything, I think that person outside of the hours that they are practicing, training, going to the gym, going to school, outside of that, they should not be allowed 
to make a single dime off of doing anything off of their own name, off of their own name. If you can look someone in the eye and say that and believe it, then you have a fucking problem and you need to see somebody. Now, this idea, again, that the education that they're getting for free, quote for free, quote for free, I'm going to say it again, quote for free, is somehow worth you know the money that they're not making is absolute bullshit. And l- let me just give you an example at random. Okay, I think Texas A&M's profit last year was ninety-four million dollars for the football program. Ninety-four million. Now the average, you know, the N- NCAA roster for a college football team is a hundred and five players. So that means that if you took that profit, hypothetically, and I'm not advocating that we do this. I want to be very clear. I'm just using this for math purposes to highlight an example. If you took that $94 million in profit and you divided it, profit, remember, profit. You've already paid everything you need to do. Everybody's paid for. You take that $94 million in profit and you divide it by the 105 players on Texas A&M's roster, that would come out to roughly $895,000 per player. Now, I'm not advocating that you give $895,000 per player. I'm not advocating that you give $8 per player. Don't give them anything. But just stop with this bullshit hypocrisy that each player basically, on average, generated $900,000 per player for your university, and then you're going to say, well, you know, they were here for two years in college, so we gave them $65,000 worth of a college education, so it's evens. No, it's not. No, it's not. So here's what's going to happen. You're going to keep your $94 million. You're going to continue to profit off of the sweat equity of other people, but they're going to be allowed to be free market human beings, adults, in an American economy, and they're going to make some money for themselves. And one last thing before I end my fucking rant here. It's time to give Reggie Bush his fucking Heisman back, okay? Reggie Bush, for anybody who doesn't know, had his Heisman trophy abdicated. He had to give it back. Because the NCAA decided that he received improper benefits while attending school. Now, these improper benefits, according to the allegations, said that he received free hotel stays, that his family's rent was paid for, and that he even got a new suit. Listen, most college students get more of more than that from a sugar daddy, okay? Like, the the idea that someone gave him a new suit, put him up in a hotel, and, you know, paid some rent for his family, like, that's why he doesn't deserve the Heisman that he fucking earned? Give that man his Heisman back. Stop with this bullshit. NIL all the way. Allow them the same opportunities that all their peers in college have. That's the problem. 
The second that I have an immediate problem with any rule, any policy, is when it disadvantages one subsect of a group away from the rest of the population. So the fact that every other college student has never had to deal with this, and there's no issues, and all of a sudden, you know, we, we don't want college athletes to be able to do the same as every single one of their peers when most of them are working 10 times harder and most of them are earning millions and millions of dollars for their university, for their schools, building them into powerhouses with billions and billions of dollars in their endowment funds. You're building entire schools, futures, off of the backs of these students and then telling them in their own time they're not allowed to go make their own money. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. We will catch you next Wednesday as we do every week. New episodes drop. Make sure you join us in the Twitter streets at Regulators Pod, which is where you will find our live Twitter show this Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. You don't want to miss it. I guarantee you one of myself, Antoine Staley, or Jason Sarney may just get canceled. It's going to be lit. It's going to be a lot of fun. Plus, we are going to take your questions live during the show, so don't miss out. Quick shout-out as well to our new listeners in Rhode Island and North Holland. Love all our regulators all around the world. Regulators! Regulators!